fine. <laughs> okay, so Anisha, how was your week? How was Christmas? Christmas Eve, the okay. holidays. It was great. I had a wonderful Christmas. Christmas Eve. Um, my cousin and I, we actually got together and we were able to feed, I think, over 50 people on a block in South Dallas. And I think that was probably one of the greatest things. If you ask me one thing that I will cherish this Christmas, it would have it was that moment. And I think a lot of times and I'm, I've had a habit of doing this as well. We assume that when we see someone that's homeless that, oh, they're strung out on drugs yeah. or they're this or they're that. Yeah. But talk, when we were out there talking to those people. Some of those people are veterans. Yeah. Majority of the people that are homeless yeah. are veterans. That's really sad. And our government does not support them right. at all. A lot of those people weren't even on the streets. A lot of those people were sleeping in their car. They just parked there. Like, we had cars mm-hmm. of people, you know, like, pulling up. They just can't, couldn't afford to, you know, find somewhere to stay. So, it was just really nice being able to give back to them. Christmas, I spent that in East Texas with my family. <laughs> we had a Cajun Christmas, oh, y'all. I love that. We had... Fish, jambalaya, red beans and rice, gumbo. Yeah. We had anirines. Oil? Crap, like, we had, like, we had seafood? Yes. We had anirines, which I don't know whether y'all have ever heard of it. It's a black-owned sea- seafood place in South Dallas. Plug that on in for they you. They make crap. <laughs> I mean, everything you could think of. Shrimp, all of that. We had all of that there. I mean, y'all, we ate at 1 o'clock. I didn't eat again until the next day. <laughs> oh, you That's how much food. We, nobody <laughs> ate until the next day. That's how much food we had. We also had, like, pecan pie cheesecake. Y'all, I've never that heard of pecan pie cheesecake. That, that was the, I don't even like sweets, y'all. <laughs> that was the best thing I've ever tasted in my life. So, Christmas was great. Um, This week, I've been trying to focus on... So my word for this year has been forgiveness, like mm. letting things go. Okay. And I hate it when I feel like something is like lingering or if like I have like a disagreement with someone and we we go without speaking and it's like this bad energy. Yeah. So for the past few weeks, I've been focusing on reaching out to people and saying simply, you know what? I hope all is well with you. All is forgiven. Okay. What I'm learning is that, and some people may be like, you know, it depends on the situation. It definitely does. But forgiveness is for you. Yes. It's not for anyone else. Right. It's not for anyone else to have, and that's what I'm learning. And so there was a particular person (laughs) (laughs) I reached out to this week, (laughs) and I'm going to tell you this person is what's podcast (laughs) in. I shouldn't have reached out to this person at all. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing. That's That's the thing. You end up regretting. You think you're doing something. Some things are better off left broken. Literally. And that's what what I learned. That's my thing. And I'm like, bro. I'm trying to really, like, live my life for Christ. And, like, I'm walking down this journey with God. And he wants us to forgive people. But it's like some people, you just got to pray for them. You just got you to gotta keep your distance and pray from a distance because we can't have a relationship. And it's just what it is. Like, and that's okay. That's it's what okay. I've learned. But it's, but it's, it's a process. To, like, it's a process. That. But you know what? At the end of the day, I tried. And yeah. that's all that matters. So that was my week in a summary. <laughs> How was your week? <laughs> um... My week. Okay, so Christmas. Okay, so last week I quit my job. Um, well, like I said, y'all, I'm going to grad school <laughs> in January, so I quit, I quit my job. Um, so on the 23rd, yeah, I quit my job, Christmas Eve. 
Um, I went to Louisiana, so I was I was born in Louisiana, so the whole Cajun thing, I love that. We didn't really have that, but I love anything Cajun. Uh, spent some time there with my family, with my extended family, and see my boyfriend exchanged gifts oh. on Monday. Oh, wow. Yeah, How was that? It was good. It was really good. I love that. That is so cute. So that's goals. I wish I had a man I could change gifts with. Don't rush it. Don't rush it. Don't rush it. And then this week, I have to be ready to go back to school. So Wow. When do you start back? I will start. Class starts the the 13th, I believe. But I have my my new job. Um, My assistantship will start on the 2nd. Nikia, that's literally next week. That's next week. What is going on? I know. Yeah, it's like y'all, like life. No, like, that's this week. Yeah, it's that's, that's today is Sunday. <laughs> Three like, days. It starts like now. Yeah. So, well, are you ready? Mm-hmm. I mean, I I was telling my mom, you know, like I am, I am low key a little scared. Oh wow! But this is change. This is yeah, change. Yeah, change. I hate change. I've always hated change, and even though I know change is for the better, like you know, in order to, to progress it's in life, it's necessary. Yeah. But still, like, I just, honestly, I don't like it. I don't like it. I mean, of course, I want to go to school because what I've been wanting to do. But it's like, man, like, my life is about to change 100%. Again, it's like going back to college. I'm going back to school again. So you move in on that day, too? When I'm you moving in? in on the 1st, on Wednesday. You know what's so funny? Uh, Jordan, our lawn says yes. she's moving into her new place on oh, the 1st. Oh, yeah, you told me that. Yeah, well, she's moving down the 1st. Okay. Um, it's in Cedar Hill, actually. Okay, that's right, that's right. Her own wow. Place. Yeah. You're literally opening a new, opening a new yeah, chapter. Yeah, a new chapter. First day of the year. A new chapter. And it's, it's terrifying. It's, I mean, it's, of course, like, it's, I'm excited, but it's like, okay, like, this is going to be some work, you know, for the next three, my, my program is three years long, so it's going to be some work for the next three years, but, you know, I'm excited. It's just, it's just, again, like, having to readjust to things and get used to things again and all that stuff, so, yeah. This is exciting. Back working with the kids is what I'm Back working with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So, like, what would your schedule be like now? Like, I don't even know. You don't know what your Not, schedule would be no. like? No. I mean, I really don't know 100% what... You're so, just over them, yes. though, right? Yeah. So, quick little fact about me. So, in college, I was an RA, which resident assistant, if I don't know what that means. Basically, I was like... If you ever seen Zoe one-on-one, I was like little dorm mm-hmm. mom person. But... um that was, that was my job. I, I like over, you know, I was like like a little mentor, like offered guidance to the freshmen that lived in the residence halls. But now going back to school as a graduate student, I'm going to be like over the RA. So I'll be like, you know, an assistant hall director. So I'll oversee them. And so it's a different, completely different role for me. And I mean, yeah, it's like doing with the kids, but on a different level. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I don't, but I don't know what to expect. Like, More self-administrative. Kind of. More so. Uh-huh. I mean, I would hope it won't be too much because I will be in grad school at the same time. But then again, you know, we'll just have, we'll just have to see. Usually the other people that are in that position, they're in grad school as well? Yes. They are? Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Like my boss, like my boss, she's getting her, she's currently in, I think in her doctorate program right now. So. Wow. So like a lot of people are in, are, like in school too. You know? Nice. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. Wow. Well, I am so proud of you. I am. I'm so proud of you. And I've seen the the, the, the crawl to the run, like that whole transition, yes, you know? Yes, yes, And yes. it's just the, now you're here. Now you're here. Y'all, I just hate change. <laughs> you know what? It, like, I'm telling you, a few months from now, you'll be like, you know what? I got it. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. So. Exciting things happen. <laughs> um, all right. So, throughout this break, 
doesn't work a lot. It's like a little break for me because that's my job. I'm not working any, anymore. So it's like a little break for me. I binge watched you. No, season. I watched it. I finished watching it yesterday. The Did whole, you watch the all the episodes? Yes. Oh, Girl, I watched it. Woo! All right, so we're going to go ahead and dive into this Lord, real quick. Lord Jesus. So for those of you who have who've been living under a rock for the past like year, You is a show on Netflix that basically is about this guy who is obsessed. Well, the first season, he's obsessed with this girl. And he goes through like all these links, extreme links. He's crazy. For love and his idea and his and his mind. But there's also a lot of to- toxic masculinity in one well, season two, for sure. Um, and it's just a lot. It's just, it really is a lot. Like, you, you especially he, the first season, I was like, what is this? But I couldn't turn it off. What is going on? I keep kidding. Sorry, just no, I, I literally, I had to keep watching. <laughs> and in this, the season, season two, and I don't want to spoil anything. Man, it's crazy, isn't it? Oh, yes. Yes. It's crazy. Yes. It's like the lines blur of like, okay, what is okay and what's not okay? What's not okay? Because, I mean, this show really does kind of make you see a bad guy as a, a not, maybe he's not so bad maybe because, he's not so bad yeah maybe his actions are justified he's like extent. an extreme narcissist oh for he sure tries to ju- he tries to justify everything, everything he does he has a justification as to why he does yes yeah she'll love me more if i <laughs> yes, do this yes. if i well, protect her i have to Hey, but this season, I would definitely say he tried his best to be a better person, but it just seemed like life just... He did. I feel like he did, did try. He did try, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, he needs to be in jail. He needs to be in the prison. He in needs to be prison. under the jail. <laughs> <laughs> under it. But, bro, the most crazy... I like this season also is that they kind of showed us what his upbringing looked like. Yes. Y'all, yes. you <laughs> I have to watch it. All I gotta say is, for those of you who have not watched it, you're missing out. Honestly, you're missing out. Because, you're missing out. But I realized today because I actually rewatched season one. I started rewatching season one yesterday. Uh-huh. I'm way back from Louisiana, and I saw a connection between the the, the main character when he was like a little boy. Mm-hmm. And do you remember Paco from season one? Paco, the little boy whose mom was like was yeah, I remember being abused. that. Uh-huh. Um, he feels sorry for kids. Yeah, he really he empathizes like with that, kids. Yeah, because of what he went through. Because of what he went yeah. through as a child. Which is you know, but you like, can kind of see how that impacted him now. Oh yeah, of course. Y'all, y'all have to ask people that y'all are dating about their childhood. Oh, I'm sorry. That is the most important thing. How they grew up, all that stuff. Because that, Ooh. if they have not dealt with those issues, it will come back and manifest Ooh. in their adult life. It never, ever fails. Ooh, I have y'all. my own parents. My dad, as a perfect example of, if you don't deal with your childhood problems, you have to either deal with them now or deal with them later. You got to deal with them at some point. You have to deal with them at some point. And that is why, again, mental health, y'all. Mental health is so, so, so important. But you know what? I feel so like mental important. health now, we're going to get into that later. <laughs> but that's the purpose of this. This podcast, we're going to be talking about things that we've learned uh, just this year or just like within the past decade. And I feel like the one thing that has changed is that now we're becoming more aware of like mental health, mental health, mental health yes. awareness. Like yes. we're taking it more serious. Usually it was just like, well, you could pray it away. You know, right. mm-hmm. but now we're more open to actually going to sit down and talk with, with a the therapist. Counselor, yeah. So that's a great thing. So but. that's actually one of the, you know, the, the biggest points of this of our episode today is new, new year, new, new me, whatever, you know, a little, a little mantra, <laughs> but for real though, it's, you know, it's supposed to be 2020. This is a, a decade is literally coming to a close. Coming to a close. Yeah. I'm, we're both 22, you know, 22. so 10 years ago we were 12. 12. So, 
Uh, we were 11, actually. We were 11? <laughs> we were 11. Right? 11 plus 10 is what? 22? Yeah, 22. We can't count. Yeah, we were 11. We can't. We were, we Excuse were us, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> we were 11 years old. So, 11 from 22 is a really big jump. But what are some, what are some things you want to talk about that you have learned? Okay. From... Well, I'm just going to jump into the one thing that I've learned. Well, I have a long list, y'all. I've been uh, really marinating on this all week. Um... Because the first thing, I, before I get into everything else, there's one thing I learned about myself this year. Okay. From, well, let's do that. What is one thing you learned about yourself first, and then we'll go into the This list. is a bad thing, but it's something that I can work through. So, the one thing I've learned about myself is that I don't know how to communicate. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. That I, you know, I actually had a conversation with my parents. This is how I feel. So, in my household with my parents... They had a, a non-traditional way of parenting. Mm-hmm. So this is this is our way. We're gonna we argue, we fuss, we fight. We may go a day or so without talking, and then we all back cool, you know. And so the thing about it is, when we communicate our feelings, when we communicate things that are going on with us, rather than talking in this calm tone, we scream. I don't like this. I don't like that. And that's the way my mom communicates with us as well. Yeah. So I feel like I picked that up. I can't relate and to I've that. carried that over into my relationships with people. And that's the thing. I don't want my relationship to be like that. I don't want to have to scream and yell at someone to in order to get my across. point across. Mm-hmm. And so that's something I really want to take a step back and work on. Because men aren't receptive to that. To that screaming and yelling. Unless they're brought up like that, like you. Uh-huh. You know, and they're not. But if you're not, not you don't it's, get it. It's a hard thing, and it's hard to kind of, like, consistently tell somebody to stop yelling at me. We could talk about this without yelling, you know, without yelling back and forth. So, that, I mean, that's fair. And that's something that I'm glad you have that awareness of now. Mm-hmm. Like, so, I'm like, you know what? This point moving forward, if I feel like I'm at the at place where I'm angry, take a step back, walk away. Yeah. We all want to be those people who can attack their issues right then and there. And I want to be that person. But truth of the matter is... I'm not ready for that yet. That's fair. I need yeah. to take a step back, think about what I want to say, and then communicate it. Yeah. And for two, if I'm in a situation where I feel like someone's consistently making me mad, I need to let it go. Mm-hmm. You need to walk away because it won't, it, won't, it won't bring out the best of you. And you know what I mean? Bingo. So that's the one thing I've learned about myself this year. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad to, I mean, that's something that, like, it that's takes another, time that's another to learn yes. that. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Especially, especially if you, like you said, you, like, you grew up that way. This is your household. This is what your life is like. Mm-hmm. It's hard to, it can be difficult to break that it's cycle. It's difficult to break that cycle. Yeah. It is, so. Okay, so I would say this year for me, I have learned that I can, like, easily go MIA. Meaning that, like, I can fall off the grid. Like, people won't hear from me for a couple of days. And they like, the kid, where are you? What, what happened to you? And I'm just like... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I've been I'm, under a rock. I've literally been <laughs> under a rock, like, doing whatever I'm doing, trying to work, trying to just, you know, not not talk, and then, or be, be, my, be, be with my boyfriend, and it's like, it's, like, everything is good when I choose that, you know, when I choose to do that, but it's like, when I, when it's, when, it, when I do it so much, my friends just stop reaching out because I haven't reached out to them, then I'm like, oh, man, I feel bad for what I feel I'm bad doing. for yeah. not being there. Yeah, 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 and it's like, and I try to make sure, you know, communicate to my friends. I'm like, hey, I'm okay. I'm just kind of trying to, like, relax a little bit, kind of distress from everything that's going on in my life because I've been having a lot going on with my life. That I just sometimes I just don't want to talk. And I think it's cause, like, because I'm the only child, like, I do You used that. to kind of be into yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think as I've gotten older, it's one of those things where it's like, I do appreciate being by myself sometimes. Um, sometimes. It's like a, a balance. I agree. 
it's a balance. So I think that's something I want to work on next year is just making sure that I continuously check in on my friends. I think toward the end of the year, I realized that. So I was able to try to fix it more. Mm -hmm. um, that's something I want to keep up for like next year. It's like, okay, don't isolate yourself from people, you know, like especially these people that I feel like actually care about my, my well-being and what's going on in my life that they know that like, hey, I'm here. Let's talk about what's going on in your life. You know, like they know that I care because I do care. But mm -hmm. it's just making sure that they... They see that. They too. know that. Mm -hmm. How long do you usually go? Let's say the longest you went without talking to your friends. Friends, uh, maybe, maybe like four days. Oh, that's not, that's not bad. bad. That, that's not bad at all. I would say not not a week. I start to feel weird. Like so, it's like it's only like four days. But that's to me, that's a like lot. you're not in a loop. Like you're losing yeah, touch. Yeah, like, I'm of literally like, let me, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's not a lot, a lot. But it's and just, then on top of that, we're grown now, so you gotta have that a little bit of balance. Yeah, and I think that I came. To turn like to terms with that when I graduated from college because of the fact that like I wasn't around my friends as much anymore we really were like you know we have to call each other now we can't just meet up somewhere on campus and you know talk it's like we had to like make that time for each other yeah so you know that is something that I feel like you do learn once you graduate like you have to those you are, like, have to put friends. forth extra effort yes yeah you really do you really do so. Keep that in mind, guys. When you graduate from college, if you haven't graduated from college yet, you have to do that in order to just, like keep those friendships alive. So literally. Okay, so um, before we go, go, you know, go further into you know what's our goals for the new year. I don't know if y'all have seen this new Kevin Hart documentary. Um, so it's his documentary. I think it. I don't know when it when he dropped it when it released. Was it this week? I think it was this week. Yeah, this week or last. Yeah, pretty pretty recent because people were talking about it on Twitter about how like have y'all seen it? Blase blase blase. And I was like, I don't want to watch that. But I mean, I watched it today because whatever. I'm I was gonna watch bored. it when I get home. And I mean, I let, let me say this: I was a Kevin Hart fan when he first came out. I mean, everybody loved Kevin Hart. You know, he's mm -hmm. like his. She wasn't ready. He had that whole thing with his dad. Like everybody thought he was just you know super funny, and mm -hmm. he is. He's you know he's a really good comedian, very very talented. But I personally feel like he's kind of like off a little bit. I don't think he's as funny as he used to be. He's not. He's like, what's the word for it? He's too celebrity. I don't know. Right. He's too celebrity. He's too big. Like his, he's like too his, big. His fame is just too much. It kind of, it just, oh, it kind of like outweighs his talent. Mm -hmm. Which is, which it doesn't make sense because his talent is where, is why he is where he is. He but did. it's like, maybe it's like. He didn't have to work as hard as he did. He have to grind. He doesn't have to grind, grind as hard, hard as he did. Yeah. And it, and it shows. It shows. It shows yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But he has a bare minimum. <laughs> and it, but I mean, when you got money like he does now, I guess it's like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. But I mean, the documentary does kind of highlight, it highlights all that. Like, even though, and he mentioned people say that, you know, he's not as funny as he used to be because he's working on other things now and he has his, like, his own production, Studio Heartbeat Productions, something like that. Wow, I know that. And he has, like, his own, um, what is it? Not network. I forgot what it is, but he's doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes now. And I guess that's how he's able to like, keep his empire going. But when it's like when you think of the public, what we knew him as, it's like, okay, he's just not the same person. Anymore. And it's okay to wear different hats, but do what your fans also yeah. want to see for you to do. Every right. once in a while, put out a Netflix special. Yeah. 
You know, yeah. like I feel like that should be consistent. And I'm like, is he running out of material? Because most of his material that got him to where he was was about was about his family, mm-hmm. his dad. You know what he went through growing up. That is what the pain. Pulled, yeah, that's what he. Yeah, well, yeah. Last, it's like it was called after my pain. Mm-hmm. The last my pain. Literally, all is. comedians are funny because of the pain that they did. They've experienced. Yeah, and it's okay that now he's gotten through that pain or that trauma or whatever. He, you know, he he said in his documentary that he was able to heal from that. It wasn't anything that he took on in you know was damaged from mm-hmm. but it's like okay like what do you do from here because all of the things you talked about is already out so what else is going to be funny that you, that you have to say what else is going to be funny yeah. man see Ooh. he's not like see he's not like i don't know he's never been one of my favorite comedians like yeah. i like mike Epps. like mike Epps is hilarious um, cat else? williams i mean cat williams has been a lot of cat williams is hilarious and who else is it? Dave Chappelle. Dave oh Chappelle. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> Dave Chappelle. Because he just, he's real. Like, I, I, like you know, he, he doesn't care what he says. He'll just say whatever. He'll say whatever. Whatever. And it, it is what it is. But that's just what we, what's what we know him as. But Kevin Hart, I mean, he had his time and his time has passed. His time has passed. But the documentary also, it's a docuseries. So it kind of, it goes, you know, again, it goes um, along, you know, his life, the scandal with him cheating on his wife, mm. which is, y'all. So let's stop there. What okay? Yeah. What would you do in that situation? If I was her name was Aniko Aniko Hart. Um, Your husband. I would have to separate you. from him for a little bit. I just I personally just don't see myself. I mean, I I couldn't just hop back in the relationship like everything is okay. Like mm-hmm. I know if they're married, but she was pregnant. She was pregnant oh, while her was, husband cheated on her, and she found out through a DM. Like she found out that through that. I mean, it's a whole tape of him or like a video of him and another woman um and i'm not trying to bash kevin hart whatever like i know it's not the documentary is not about just that but it's a big factor of his life like he made a a huge mistake it's it was made public it was all over social media uh about his mistake and so what do you expect like i mean again if i was her i would i would be very very hurt because i just i don't understand how many how many cheat on cheat on their pregnant wives or girlfriends well, I they give a lot that. of different excuses like well you weren't there for me emotionally what do you I'm carrying your, your child. child I'm carrying your I'm going through baby. all types of emotion uh, yes I, all of this I, I mean you need, you need to be here for me if anything like I mean it's hard like have some patience it's, with it, me it's the most selfish shit ever so um yeah I don't, I don't know but, but she mentioned something she said you know she said that he came out a better man because of what happened. She was like, "I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad it happened because he was, a, he's a better man." You're now. glad that your man cheated on you publicly. What? While you were pregnant. Mm. It, it just, I don't know. I understand some people staying up fighting for your relationship, but then again, what example are you setting? Do they have what? What do they have? A boy or girl? So the baby that was born that is a boy, but but uh, his other two kids live with him too. Mm-hmm. So he has two two his kids from his other marriage, and they're older enough to understand a little bit, you know, what happened, but. You know, for their daughter, for I mean, for his daughter. What, what example are you setting? setting for women? Yeah, who are put in those situations? Oh, stay. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know what how I would honestly handle that situation because I believe know. you don't yeah. know until you're in yeah. it. But I definitely think and I agree with you. I would have taken a little bit of a break. Like we need to start off as friends. Like we need to date again. We need to because something happened. There's a missing piece yeah, here. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like I, for a long time, I probably have my eye open. Kind mm-hmm. of like, I don't know what you're going to do when you go out to the clubs. When you're not around me, what are you doing? Right. And that's not some, the, the type of stress you deserve to go through. No. Especially when you're married to someone. Right. 
it's just, it's not it's just no like nobody wants that like life is stressful enough as it is I don't enough. want my husband to bring me all this other added stuff we're supposed to be each other's you know peace quote unquote so no like I don't know y'all I mean again you don't know what you don't know how you respond to your in the situation but yeah you just gotta be you gotta pray because marriage is something that you, that you have to work for you have to work for every day mm-hmm. um but I don't know kudos to you and you go Kudos to you. That's crazy. (laughs) That is so crazy. 2020 is around the corner. Um, So it's about to be a new year, new year, new me, all of that, all of that, all of that. So what are some of your goals, Adisha, for 2020? Do you have any goals or? Well, my main goal is to get in law school. Hopefully with a full ride scholarship. <laughs> That's one of my goals. Yes, but honestly, this year I'm straight away from setting goals for myself. Um, last, this past decade, I feel like I've lived my entire life by setting goals and like planning my life out from beginning to end. And I kind of want to just take a step back from that and live life day by day. Yeah. And that's what I've always been like. That's why I guess for me it was always been kind of hard to have like those goals because I feel like they change. Like they just, they change. They just you know what I mean? Because God has bigger plans for you. And I mean, of course, I think it's important to have goals so like you don't, you know, you don't become complacent in where mm-hmm. you are so you, can, so you can continue to progress and be better mm-hmm. and all of that. But, but to also remember that you cannot control every aspect of your life. And some people get so obsessed with those goals you, that if they don't happen, they get... You, you get disappointed. Yeah. Like, God, gosh, God, you're not there for me. You're right. Like, what's me. wrong with me? I can't, uh-huh. I can't, none of these goals are... I can't check mark off any of these goals. Nothing is, you know, working in, like... That's just something, like, don't set, don't set yourself up for that. Kind of have those, you know, those things that you want to do. But, like, if it doesn't happen, don't... Don't kill yourself over it, type of mm-hmm. thing. You know what I mean? Like, like set your goals, but don't set expectations with them. Right. If they don't happen, just kind of let things let things happen as they happen. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I noticed that like about some people that I know that they don't tell people about their goals until mm-hmm. like something happens and like, mm-hmm. oh, I got this, whatever, whatever. I'm like, oh, you didn't even tell us you, you know, you're doing that. You even mm-hmm. you know, trying to pursue that. And they're like, oh, I just don't tell, like tell people my, tell people my goals. And a lot and, of like, people say that like you know you or, share people your goals and dreams and they'll just fall apart. If you share them. I mean, <laughs> I've always learned that too. Don't, what is it? Don't, don't tell your right hand what your left hand is doing. Like all that stuff. My, my, my parents always taught me that like, you know, you don't have to tell everybody everything, which is very true. But I feel like if you are like not telling like your, like your best friends, you know, your plans for your life, like why not? Like, do you not want them to be like on the ride with you? Do you not trust them enough to, to let them know what's going yeah. on, like, what you want to do? Cause I'm like, if you can't tell your, you gotta your have somebody circle, you trust to talk about. Right. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's important. Just kind of like you know, reevaluate your your circle, your friends. If you feel like they're just certain people you can't tell things to, that's fine. But make sure that, that you know for sure where they are in your life, what what role they play in your life. Exactly. So kind of keeping that like you gotta have different friends for different things, so different reasons. Yeah. You learn that when you grow up. Yeah. You gotta have the party friends, the business professional friends, the, you know, and I know which friends to call for what well, I need to be dealt with. Yeah. So yeah. you gotta know. You gotta know that. And that's just facts. And nothing is wrong with that. So that too. Just making sure that you you go into the new year with your circle your circles, three different circles, you know, but they but they are they're set type of thing. Um, if that's how you want it to be. So as far as like 
back to the goal setting thing um what about vision boards I vision love boards. vision boards. Are those the same? Yeah, thing I love vision those, boards. Like, what do you mean? As far as like, sh- op- like sharing that with other people? Yeah, or like, I feel like that's for you. That's your like roadmap. But it's again like goals. Like, okay, is it goals or just kind of like this is my vision for the year? I'm gonna put this out right now, and then maybe at the end of the year I'll just compare. Just just like compare, yeah. like reflect and see what I've accomplished, what I haven't. Yeah. I feel like that's more so of a personal thing for you. That's yeah. kind of like your like map your for map. your life. Mm-hmm. For the so year, yeah. yeah. So you're going to make a vision board? I want to. You want to? I do. I do want to make a vision board. Because um, I didn't make one last year. So I, I want to make one this year. You didn't make one? No. I, I did. To I got really creative with mine. I spray painted it. <laughs> I saw yours. It was pink, uh-huh, right? It was pink. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah and yeah. Um, I'm disappointed. <laughs> Don't be disappointed. <laughs> one of my goals was to travel to at least three states this year. I think I traveled to two. Okay. Um. So well, you were close though. This upcoming year, that's one of my goals: traveling, traveling more, traveling yeah. more. That's one of my goals. That's, I think that's my two for sure. Like definitely, like getting outside of the U.S. Getting outside of Dallas. I don't know. I don't know. See where I'm more. Go, but somewhere I gotta go. There's, somewhere, God, there's y'all. so much more <laughs> than this yeah, to life. Yeah. Oh, so much more. It's like me. I'm doing my own self a disservice by not exploring the beauty that God has created. And let me know. tell y'all this. Even if you have to travel by yourself, travel and your friends can't go, go. Go by. If you have the means and resources to do so, go. 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 Don't, don't, don't let the moment pass you by. Mm-hmm. Don't let your friends be the excuse. That's use. what it is a lot of times. That's what it is a lot of times. People are afraid yeah. to go by themselves. Yeah. But you know what? This year, if I have to go by myself, I'm going to be the example of that. <laughs> no. I will be in somewhere. Y'all don't be like, Adisha, you're in Alaska right now. <laughs> yeah, just chilling by myself. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> We'll see. Don't wait. Don't wait to get taken now. Be careful out there. So, Nikia, what are some other things you've learned? Do you feel like you've learned? What's another thing you feel like you've learned this year? Or just within the past decade? Um, ooh, I think as far as, like, I would say relationships for sure. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> to, to trust red flags and to trust your gut. I think I think with the, like the relationship that I went through that was like very very just detrimental to me um, was because I ignored the red flags that I saw in the very beginning mm. um, that everything could have been avoided if I would have just listened and just took heed of like the warnings I saw to that would have like, I could have avoided the heartbreak that I experienced mm-hmm. so that for sure and to know that like. Not everybody has your best interest at heart. Like, not everybody will like you, and not everybody likes you. And it's okay Man, for that. that's real. And it, it's not, like, I know for me, like, it's hard. It can be hard. Like, why don't you like me? Like, I don't do anything to you. And they may not have a legitimate reason. It's just because maybe y'all just don't... Your personality does not agree mesh. with them. Or it's just, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's just, it is what it is. But leave it like that. And it's okay to let people go. That too. Mm-hmm. And that can be the hardest thing too, is like letting people go, like literally letting them, letting them go, let let them do their own thing because clearly when they're with, with you, it just didn't it work. wasn't working. You know what I mean? Like for either one of y'all. So something else I've learned, which kind of goes a little bit deeper, is that, and I've mentioned this earlier, but like y'all truly, 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 and I mean this when I say it, some things are left a better left broken. Some things are better left broken. And with the last person I was kind of involved with this year, or here recently, one thing I realized was that 
it seemed like I'm going to compare this to something. It seemed like our with our relationship, we essentially took a bat. It was almost like we both took a bat and just like shattered glass, shattered window glass all over the ground. And what it felt like every time we would come back to fix it was like we were piecing together pieces of glass mm. trying to fix it. So imagine yourself literally sitting there trying to piece together glass. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't work. It's not going to work. And while you're piecing together the pieces, you're also scraping yourself. Mm, you're hurting yourself along the way. Yeah. And so that's what I've learned that, you know what, sometimes you can try. And another thing, and I feel like we all try to get, we walk away from a situation, is closure. Sometimes you don't need any closure. Oh my gosh. Sometimes the answer is in your face. No, you don't need closure. You don't need any closure. No. And I've had to learn that the hard way. That's just just an excuse to try to talk to the person. Try to talk to them. Try to see what they're doing. No, let it go. Let it go. Let that man go. Let that woman go. Let it go. If they want to walk out of your life, hold the door for them. (laughs) And that's difficult. You know? It's really a really difficult thing to do. But don't stay in a situation if that person is literally bringing out the worst in you. Yeah. Don't stay. Because the longer you stay, the harder it's going to be to leave. To leave and the, and the more it's going to it's gonna hurt you in the process. Um, I would say another thing that I've learned um, is like rejection. Mm. And not letting rejection stop you. Because mm. there are things that like, you're not going to get everything, everything in life. Everything you apply for, every job or org if you're someone calling us whatever like org you try to you know try to be a part of you're not going to get it you're not mm-hmm. you're just not going to do it it's, it's just because if you did you would be spoiled and you wouldn't be able to rejoice in things that you know the good things that you worked for because you never had to work for anything man before. so just keep that in mind that like reduction it hurts but it's building you it is making you stronger man. you know for a better a better um, opportunity that God has in store for you. And I think that's just one, one thing to remember is that it's just to build you up. It's not to destroy you, though. So it's, I, I think it's all about your perspective, of course, how you view Literally. some things that don't work out for you. So um, that for sure. I heard it's crazy. This is kind of goes along the lines of that. Sierra, I was watching her Red Table Talk interview. Have you watched that yet? Mm-mm, I have not. So she was on there. You know, she was with Future before she met Russell Wilson. And oh, she said, yeah, had she had not went through that situation with Future, she wouldn't have had the gratitude to really appreciate Russell Wilson oh, yeah. for all the things that he's done for right. her. So just put that into perspective. <laughs> Sometimes it takes for you to go through some BS yes. in order for you to appreciate yeah. something good that happens in yeah. your life. Because if she would have met Russell first, she would she wouldn't not appreciate him the way that she, she does. She wouldn't have treated him right. Right. And I feel like that's a lot of a lot of women. That is me. That is me. Yeah. That is me. That's me right now, my current <laughs> boyfriend, y'all. How, how, how different he is from the last guy I was with. Because I'm able to appreciate him so much because of all the bull crap that I, I experienced with the first with the other person. <laughs> so it's like, again, like, the rejection yet hurts, but it's all for your good. All for your good, y'all. It's all for your good. Um... Uh, and also, let me say this too. I feel like I have had a habit of doing this. You will always be disappointed if you consistently place your expectations in people. Yeah. Yeah. What you want. What you want for them to, like, what you want to see in them. What you want to see in them. Yeah. And not just taking them for who they are. And as a woman, I feel like we have a habit of not accepting a person for face value but we kind of build a man up into what we want him to be and then we're so hurt and disappointed when they show us who they really are when they show us who they really are and they're like oh my gosh why are you like this 
sister girl. He was like that the whole uh, time. The whole time. <laughs> There's a quote. I think it's a Maya. Um, Maya Angelou. It says, when a person shows you who they are, believed in the first time. Man. That's something I definitely, I live by that now because I have experienced it more than once. And it's like, you don't want to keep experiencing the same thing over and over again because it hurts. It, it hurts. hurts. So it just, when, when someone shows you their true colors, believe that, take it as it is, and move forward accordingly. Mm-hmm. Move forward accordingly, y'all. Don't stay. Don't stay. Don't stay, sister girl. <laughs> don't stay. And I don't want to make this all about women because men, there are some really trifling yeah, females. there are trifling women out there. And this is for everybody. It's not just for <laughs> women. It's just because everyone. we have those direct experiences. Mm-hmm. But this is for everybody. These are some tips, y'all, for the new year. Please, please take them. Because we've experienced it, and it hurts. So take them, apply them to your life. It, it will always hurt, but I promise you, there's sunshine on the other side of darkness. Yes. You will see the light. Yes. I promise you, you will. All right, y'all. So that really wraps up our first episode of many more to come. Thank you guys for listening to us. And again, we wish you all a happy, blessed, abundantly blessed Abundant. new year. Yes, y'all. Turn up and take risks. Set those goals. And do whatever your heart desires. All right. Be safe, y'all. Thank you.